I'm grateful you're here, as together we practice being socially responsible. A powerful choice, really beyond words in the confines of the autopilot abilities of the human brain. Because it's deeper. This process that starts inside, with the simple act of noticing things like the stories we hold on to about ourselves, the judgments we have, how our bodies feel as these thoughts flood our minds. Through practice and awareness that we're not the thoughts we think, we're separate from them. We, you, me, him, her, them, all of us, can discover who we're truly meant to be beyond labels, titles, roles, and the clutter that clouds our minds. Hey everyone, today where I am it's raw and rainy and instead of being complainy, I am enjoying the natural relaxation that this kind of weather can provide. It's a busy week for a lot of people. Halloween is coming up if you're listening to this um, when it's first released. And a lot of people have parties and different activities and a lot of scheduling changes and the weather forecast, at least on the East Coast where I am in the Boston area, has a lot of rain. And rather than just turning it into this whole doomsday experience where it's like, oh, well, everything's ruined because the rain isn't the forecast I am choosing to do what I practice, which is taking each moment as it comes. If it rains when we're supposed to be outside, we'll figure it out. If things get canceled, well, then that's what is. And so right now, I'm just enjoying some quiet, or at least I was (laughs) before, starting this recording and I had seen several different posts on Instagram between yesterday and today talking about giving ourselves permission to slow down, to take breaks, the importance of rest and the fact that if we want to achieve anything we aren't going to do our best if we're burnt out. And so while we have obligations and endless to-do lists, the doing becomes easier when we pause and take breaks. How are you at doing that for yourself, pausing and taking a break? I know I've said this multiple times before, but even as simple as going pee when you need to and not working through just for a few more minutes, I'll hold it just for a little bit longer, it's damaging. It's physically bad for your body. It's mentally stifling to hold on to even just pee (laughs) and so whether it's a pee pause or 
a presence pause or you just take 60 seconds and breathe deeply. It's valuable. If you wear an Apple Watch, sometimes you get these notifications through the watch that say, you know, take time to take some deep breaths. And it's an important reminder because if you check in with yourself right now, it's quite likely that you're breathing shallow. Breathing is shallow. Breathing shallowly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I've learned to do these check-ins multiple times throughout the day outside of the watch reminders because when I feel tension in the body coinciding with certain thoughts in the mind like gotta hurry, gonna run out of time, need to do this, have to do that, I have learned to take that line of thinking by practicing noticing that line of thinking and use it as an opportunity to check in. Am I breathing deeply? No. Okay. Let me just reset for a few seconds and breathe in deep, blow out. There are certain recommendations for length of time to breathe in and blow out, but Honestly, don't even worry about that to get started. Just fill your lungs and slowly blow it out. And it's our body's natural built-in stress relief system. Breathing deeply naturally helps us reset our stress levels. It's science. Google it. Don't Google it. I say just try it and feel it for yourself. Sometimes taking a pause, taking a break might come with its own narrative and judgment of yourself. Like, you know, I'm going to pay the price for this later if I stop and rest now. But like a break doesn't have to be a full day of Netflix binging. It can be as simple as what we just talked about, which is 60 seconds of deep breathing. It can even just be a pause in a moment where you notice that you're going into overanalyzation mode. Here's an example. The other day I saw a post from a friend who is doing something really cool to um, raise money for a charity. And um, the post was like, I'm doing this thing, looking for donations because trying to hit a goal of this amount of money. And my instinct was support. want to tap the link and make a donation. And then... My brain starts to go into overanalyzing mode where I'm like, oh, but what I'm going to donate isn't going to make that much difference or it won't be enough money. And what if I give this amount of money and the person is like, that's all you gave? And then I was like, whoa, pause, stop. And you tap into those questions that you can apply to just about any situation. 
which really comes down to that you can't predict what other people are going to think or say or feel. And a difference is made whether the donation is a buck or a hundred bucks or something in between or something more. And so I was like, go with the gut instinct, which is to support my friend, support the good cause. And literally the minute I submitted the donation, friend texts me and says, thank you. And I was like, what if I had let this narrative override an attempt, an intention of showing support? Then I wouldn't have received this message of thanks, which in turn, then I'm thanking this friend for doing all the good that she does in the world because she does a lot of great things for animals and causes. And I'm like, you inspire me and I admire you. And, you know, it's like then this like beautiful circle of loving each other goes back and forth. And then I took a moment to pause again and was like, wow, yeah, turning off, learning to see, first learning to see negative narratives and then practicing releasing those narratives is so beneficial. Can you notice? Do you notice? Are you practicing with me? The pause, the seeing. It doesn't even have to be any doing at first. It doesn't. Just seeing, noticing, becoming aware of these patterns, these habits in your head is enough, more than enough. I'm a huge Eckhart Tolle fan, as I will continue to mention. And one of his quotes goes something like, Awareness is the greatest agent for change. Doesn't mean you have to make all the changes right away, right then and there, but just creating awareness around these behaviors is action enough at first. And then you can build in the pauses. You know, awareness. I see this thought and not judging it, just noticing it, whatever it is, I'm being lazy today. No, take the judgment away. Resting is good. Pausing is good. Awareness is great. So for the call to action this week, this might be a bit repetitive from things we've done in past episodes if you've listened consistently here but that's okay practice is meant to be repetitive because that's how we get strong at things so that call to action would be pick something in your life general like general thing could be chores could be work could be driving could be parenting Interacting with parent, partner, friend. Okay, so pick a general area of life and commit 
to noticing how you're thinking as you move through whatever's related to chores, work, communicating with partner, family, friend. That's it. If you're feeling strong and you've been practicing this on your own or with me or however you're doing it, add in the pause, the taking breaks when needed. Work is frustrating. Maybe walk away from your desk for five minutes. Maybe say, I'm not checking emails after X time today. Give yourself that break. If you're feeling strong enough in the creating awareness area. Awareness leads to space that allows you to take pauses, embrace breaks, and return stronger in the moment and able to do better and show up more peacefully. I really want to hear from you. So find me on Instagram at socially responsible, just like the name of the podcast. And please, in gratitude for liking what you hear, take a moment to leave a review, subscribe, and share. Socially responsible, living from the inside out.